When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. It yeah. is a balmy, it's not even balmy. I don't even know why it's I say warm that. today. But it's a beautiful day here in the Denver area in Colorado. That's right. And while it is beautiful today, I'm also taking steps to prepare because we're supposed to have a snowstorm coming up. Yeah. By the time you guys hear this, that storm will have come and passed. But, well, it, but if, yeah. if I get my way, it'll last enough that we get a snow day out of it. Yeah. In addition to a long weekend. That's true. So, hey, Hello. help me out in the universe. Yeah, put all the good juju up there. Help manifest some snow days, but not too many that we have to go longer in May. Okay? I don't even understand how they calculate that. It's so different than when we lived in Connecticut. It is. It was like yeah. one for one. If you had a snow day, then you went a day later. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> well, what, what is your memory of it? We had like two built in, and then if you went past that, you I had... we had more. My point was we had more than two built in, because oh. there was one year that we had so much snow that it was still around in May, because it t- takes forever for snow to melt in the Northeast. Hmm. And they finally, they had us going to school till June, because we had had so many snow days. I do remember, but I remember having they to go built in more here hmm. they can't decide if they're building in snow days or not it's like a two-hour delay maybe a snow day but if we give you it's always like a, a tit for tat kind of thing like we're gonna give you a snow day but we're gonna make you do remote learning well wait no we won't do remote learning but we're gonna give you a snow day but we want to make sure that you guys know that it's really difficult for us to pay you for the fact that you got a snow day I mean it's like that is true. I feel like I had to enter like a certain code into the system the other day when there, there was a snow day. I mean, I get keeping track of it, but it just, mm-hmm. it's just interesting to me. And then some people are like, no snow days because we're going to have to make it up because we can't. I'm like, it's Colorado. We also live in a district. I know we're going to get into this. I can rant about this for ages, but I mean, we work in a district that's like, we don't give snow days. Well, and I'm like, historically awesome. we don't. We're gonna we're gonna jeopardize safety over the reputation of being a district. It's like a, a badge of honor. We don't give snow days. Everyone knows us. We're so popular. I think my favorite is when people are like, "Well, in my day, we had to walk through piles and piles of snow." And I'm like, "I know, but we have a lot of wimpy people, myself included, who, when it does snow, is not my favorite to drive out in that stuff because I got hit in a snowstorm in a whiteout. Oh, actually, that still comes out. And up so, for you. yes, and it, you know, I've done work around it and everything, and I have a better car and better tires now, but that still, it, I could have the best equipment, but it's other people who have yeah. driven into me in that weather. And so it always, I don't know, it's just a well, little anxiety what producing. What me up is I live right by where they come to get all our sand. I can hear them. I can't wait for my new windows. So hopefully it blocks out the beep. Yay for new windows. Yeah. Well, I don't even know. It'll probably be August before I get those, but Yay that's okay. Yay for new windows in August. Yeah. Um, but they won't come plow our neighborhood. So it's always interesting to me that the decision is made off of where the buses go. But they don't take it. And they're like, but the thousands of employees we have, you guys figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I, I have thought for a long time 
that, and I worked in school safety for the state for a little while. And I always, wherever we went, I, I was interested to hear how people decide when there's going to be a snow day or not. And a lot of it historically has revolved around the buses. And if the bus buses can get there, Mm -hmm. then your children are expected to be at school and so are the staff. And then it just, I never, it never sits right with me that that's what's the, that's the deciding factor rather than can your staff get there? And are we as equally concerned about staff? With all our two hour delays, I've been getting emails when I do that are like, staff are expected to be, you know, it's, it's just, it's an unsafe situation. Where staff expected to be? They're expected to be at the school before the two-hour delay is up to make sure that children get off the bus safely. Yeah. Well, and I like in in our district's announcements, it's like there are few staff that will be there. Like if you have to get your kid there early, um, there are a few staff that will be there, but don't expect a full-on entourage of people like to yeah. welcome your child when you get there because we are either still sleeping in um, <laughs> enjoying our coffee not in the morning. Not all of us. I don't drink coffee, <laughs> so I would have tea in the morning, kind of taking it easy. And in Colorado, it is kind of nice out here because if it does dump overnight and it stops early enough in the morning and then the sun comes out, the sun really does a, a good job yeah. many times of clearing the roads for us. Yes. Well, and I have to say, I think someone on my street had an inn or knew someone who they came and they only plowed our street. Nowhere else in my oh, neighborhood, but they just came. Just your street? Just my street. It was really nice. I took a picture of your street recently because there's still mm-hmm. snow on half of it where yes. the, the sun doesn't hit the ones that are facing north, yeah. but all the south side facing yes. houses are clear and green and you can I, see the lawn. That's my house and I get nervous because when I snow blow, that's right, I snow blow, um, and I'm always nervous about, are my neighbors going to be upset that I chuck snow into their lawn? But I don't know why I'm upset because by the end of the day, it's gone. No, at our brother's street, one of their neighbors, um, they chip away because they're kind of north-ish facing. The ice. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they chip away yeah. their ice and then they just throw it into the middle of the street. Oh, so everyone. everybody else gets to take care everybody. of it. Everybody. Even for daycare. So um, with Buddy's daycare. Oops, I almost slipped his name. No. <laughs> Buddy's daycare. Um, this past week with the last snowstorm we had, I just parked in the middle of the street because I would have gotten stuck trying to drop him off and pick him up. So, yeah. I mean, if you're salty about the fact that you have so much snow and ice on your side of the street because you live on a north facing street, maybe you should take that that into consideration the next time you buy a piece of property in Colorado and know the sun is going to get you if you're on the south side or even southwest, you're going to get a good clearing. Sometimes a little southeast too, but any other direction, and you're pretty much. Yeah, my backyard, screwed. as you can see, still has feet of snow in it that I can't chip. I'm trying to figure out how to chip away at that. It's, it's the other day I tried to snow blow funny. it into the back of my yard that has no snow mm-hmm. to see if it because the out. sun hits back there. Yeah, yeah. Everything else is covered by shade from the house and dog poop. Gross. <laughs> and it's covered in shade and dog poop. Hmm. That's pleasant. Yeah. That. Can't wait for springtime. Speaking of poop, I got to spend. So I don't remember when the last time I talked about Bentley, my fur baby was. But two episodes ago. Was it two episodes ago? It was. Hopefully it was an episode that aired and not one that we fudged on. But anyway, Bentley, my fur baby, was sick. And now, and that whole vet saga, I think I caught everybody up on when we booted the reboot. And um, 
so he's doing a lot better, but we've had, oh my gosh, you guys, we have had an adventure just trying to get him on the right foods and prescription foods and the right medications. And every time we do, it messes with his system. So that's true. It has just been so trying, um, trying to find the right formulas for him and his digestive system. And it's always frustrating and very stressful to have to clean up all that stuff after him. And we're not going to spend this whole episode talking about poop. Um, (laughs) But I will say what I have discovered through this whole adventure is that um, the brands, the foods, the, um, which I mean, the companies that make the prescription foods, there are three that uh, my vet has said I can pick and choose from, whether it's the wet food from this one or the dry food from this one and try them out on the cat. Of course, every time I do, it messes with his digestive system, but the supply is non-existent. So it's like the things that I need to make my cat better aren't existing. They're not on the shelves. I've even gone to the company pages themselves to order directly from them and they don't have the inventory. Have they said why? Not well. I haven't really dug into why it's not there. I just know like... Like are they phasing them out and these companies are going away? No, no. It's like Purina and Hill and the Royal Canaan stuff. Oh, is that how you say that? I don't know. I made that up. Oh, Canin? I, I never know. <laughs> Royal like Canin. Royal Canine, but mm-hmm. without the E. Mm. I don't mm. know because they have cat food too. So I don't. So how did you pronounce it again? Canaan, I think. Royal Canaan. Canaan. Okay. But I also just make that up because I never, I've never used that food before this, yeah. the last couple months. I always like make note of it when I see it, but then never really know how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. It's probably on barges. Right in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. Did you know. just hear about that? Um, there was a big um, ship that was going to New England that was carrying a bunch of cars on it and it um, caught on fire and all those cars Ooh. and they were like fancy luxury cars worth lots and lots of money. Mm gone that's a bummer so if you like ordered your car and like it's coming from germany yeah it is no longer it is in the ocean yeah go to wolfsburg Mm -hmm. to get a volkswagen i watched a documentary about them recently and kind of it was like a volkswagen or car barges no volkswagen um (laughs) because i was watching um there was like a series of stories about money and scandals and all sorts of things Mm. and it was like about the scandal that Volkswagen got themselves into a few years back. Anyway, it was very interesting. Hmm. So how's Bentley and his poo? That's where we were. Oh, well, he's pooping for sure. Okay. A lot. That's fair. It's just gross. I mean, it does bring things into more perspective for me that my dog is not pooping inside. So I'm just... Yes. Be grateful. There's like... Oh, I mean, it's, I don't know how people do this and I don't even remember how Sean, cause he was in charge of the dog poop and we had a different dog at the time, but I don't know what he ever did, but there's like one area of my yard that is just yeah. a bunch of dog poop. Like, what well, do you put over that seed, grassy. I don't know. Yeah. More snow. Mulch. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I do want to train her to poop on that other side of the yard. Rocks. Once it gets warmer, have like a little area and train her to go over there. You could put artificial grass over there. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. I don't I don't know. We'll see. People in Colorado, some people in Colorado like that. They do. Cause that, cause There's a house down the street that no one lives in. Oh, no I one think, lives there? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they just put in, yeah. No artificial grass. Yeah, they, they are the they brightest probably, green grass in the whole entire street. They, I'm pretty sure they kept getting letters from the HOA about their lawn because they oh. never did leaves. They, never, they don't do anything. 
So whoever it was. And now was like, I think there's an abandoned car now in their driveway. Oh, we're just putting in fake grass in a car and make it look like someone lives here, but no one I really don't know. does. The car's like at an angle. It's missing half a bumper. No way. Which doesn't really match my neighborhood, but okay. I'll have to pay attention Neither to Neither does the house time. on the other side of me that's dilapidated and yeah, pretty much that. condemned. Mm. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, we walked by with Buddy the other day and he's like, not my house. And we're like, that's right. That is <laughs> yeah. not your house. And when you're a teenager, please don't try and go into that house and hopefully someone else will live there by then. Yeah. But the stairs aren't stable. They're not. They're not. Anyway, it got me thinking today when I was cleaning up the litter boxes and all that Ooh. jazz, you know, because my fur babies do poop I... inside. Yeah. Um, but it just like, I was working on this one chore. Does that ever happen to, you, happen to you where you're like, I'm working on this one chore and then that leads to another chore and then that leads to another chore. And next thing I know, it's like two hours later and I'm exhausted because I've been cleaning everything and it's like, I started with the litter boxes and then I had to vacuum and then I had to carpet clean some areas mm-hmm. and then I had to clean the carpet cleaner and then clean out the vacuum cleaner and then it brought me to like the bathrooms and I was like oh I should probably tend to the bathrooms and then it just went from there and there and there and there and then in a way I'm a little envious because I don't get really two hour blocks of time to be able to do that but then I'm (laughs) I'm also kind of like meh I also think about like hiring someone to come in and do like deep cleaning a month cleaning I did you hear me just like cleaning no, I cleaning. I don't know what they clean. That's because you said month at the same time I said cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> so I said cleaning. Does that ever happen to you? That happens to me all the, all time, the time where someone's saying something and I'm trying to say something and mm-hmm. then my words I get... I do that when I'm typing. If I'm typing something and someone starts talking, I start typing what they say. <laughs> Speaking of, I was listening to an interview the other day. Um, there's like this whole big issue going on with one of our school districts in Colorado. And I was listening to an interview about it and, um, the interviewer used the word kerfuffle, which made me giggle because you, well, and we talked about in our last episode, exactly. I won't repeat what I said. Yeah. Because then we'll be explicit. Yeah. There was something that you were going to say about what they said Hmm. on the interview. Yeah. I don't know. That thought came and went. Oh, there it is. Well, if it comes back, yeah. let me know. All right. Otherwise, I might invest in hiring someone to come in and do a deep clean in my house every once in a while. Well, I'm on the fence about the people that I've hired, and I'm thinking I may need to change them um, because I called them, to, and no one has ever called me back. And, Interesting. And so the problem I have right now is there are all these little things like that where I need to stay on top of them, but I don't, I don't remember them. I have other things I'd rather be doing. So mm-hmm. to have to call Molly Maid, sorry, and, and be like, exciting. hey, your ladies came three hours late last time. And they also rushed through my house because I was home and my oh. kid was coming home. Like, that's not OK. That's not part of our agreement. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, they don't care to call me back because they don't want to hear it. But it's one of those things just like the they want your money. They'll call you back. And I know it sounds like a luxury people to have someone come in and clean your house. And I consider it a luxury. Oh, I there are a lot of things like I don't do for myself. Um, because I'm an educator and I'm an educator in Colorado and I, right. Like we, I, we, I don't consider it a luxury at all. I know you don't, but I kind of do like to, well, and that's, I guess my point is that there are things that I think a person or a family has to consider when you're going through your budget. And like what I would think as a luxury, like it'd be really nice to have someone come in and clean my house. Just like it'd be really nice to go and get a massage are necessities Mm -hmm. in other family units. Yes. 
And I, I mean, I would even say like, it would be a necessity. It'd be really nice to have someone come in and, and do the deep clean and a necessity. It's a necessity for me to go and get a massage. I just don't budget for that either. Hmm. Yeah. You make some fair points there. You're right. It's about perspective. Priorities. Well, and I mean, in my situation, our situations are a little different. Mm-hmm. And I could see that if I was in your situation, I might also see it as a luxury. I think it also depends on how you want to spend your time. This was something exactly. that Sean and I talked about because we both had that same mindset of it being a luxury. Yeah. And I told him, I said, well, rather than spend the weekends cleaning, yeah. why don't we have someone come in? And she came, she was a different person who came in twice a month and she cleaned. And at first he was against it. And then after she came a few times, he was like, this is nice. And I said, yes. now we don't have to worry. We can go spend time as a family. Yes. Doing things rather than spend our weekends doing this stuff. And it's one last thing. Totally. It's also that mindset of you can handle it all. Right. And that's something I, I like fight a lot. Like there's, there's societal expectations that I should be able to work full time, be a mom full time, clean my house full time, (laughs) do everything full time, my yard work, you know, everything. And I'm like, "Mm, no, no. And also not to, you know, get sucked into the idea that, I'm failing as a woman if I can't do it all. Oh, heck yeah. That is a whole other podcast. I know. Failing as a woman. Let's write that down. (laughs) Right? Good Lord. Yeah. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Um, switching gears a little bit, mm-hmm. how was your week? Well, it was spirit week this week. <laughs> Um, it was, it was hard. I think I touched on it a little bit, uh, in our last episode, but, um, actually, yeah, this is something I want to talk about. I feel like people in general in the universe, like I'm just feeling this energy and I feel like, um, things have been really hard Mm -hmm. at school. So I'll I'll take school first and then I, I don't just do school. I have a life outside of that too. So school first. Yeah. Um, this, there's this energy, um, that I can't explain. I can't put my finger on what's happening, but I have been noticing like, fortunately kids are asking for help and they are asking to talk to us counselors and they're, um, asking to take timeouts and take breaths and learn about stress and anxiety and figure out a way. Like I have kids who are, who are advocating for mental health days in the school system. Cause that's not something we have officially right now. And given what all the kids, everybody has been through in the last couple of years, they, they know, and they see the toll that it's taking on everyone. And they're like, wouldn't it be really great if we didn't get penalized for needing to take a mental health day? And I'm like, ding, ding. Yes. Let's, yeah. I don't know. Per- petition. How do we start that? But anyway, we talked about that in book club. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like we have all these days, but then we're judged on taking yes. them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And if you take so many days and you need a doctor's note and like, mm-hmm. I have to explain to someone why I'm taking days and it's like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's tough. You shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to explain what you're doing or why. Agreed. Yeah. And I feel very guilty. And yeah. we've talked about that in my pod. I feel very guilty about taking time off if I don't have a reason to. So if I'm not going yeah. out of town, 
Or if I don't have, like, even I try not to make my appointments on days when I have school because I feel very guilty about taking the time during the school day. And we have talked as a pod about how necessary it is, right? Practice what you preach is very necessary to take those mental health days. And I, I kind of get like, not... I don't know. I get angsty about it. I'm like, well, what would I do with my day? I wonder if that, and we, we've mentioned <laughs> That's why I before. manifest snow days. Because <laughs> then wonder, it's given to me. I wonder if part of this, because you and I have talked about growing up, it was like, if you were sick, you were sick. Like you, you, yes. you had to have a reason to have a day to not do anything. Ugh. Like it wasn't something in our family that was modeled that you can just have a day to just be like you could just stay home from school to just be or have a day. It was like, if we missed church, you couldn't do anything the rest of the day. You didn't go to school. You couldn't do anything. Like you couldn't talk to friends. You couldn't go play. No fun. Yeah. So I wonder if that's just part of it too, is that if you're not, it is my zero to seven conditioning people. (laughs) I'm, I got to clear that out. I got to work on that and work through that. Well, it just just dawned on me when you were saying that I'm like, it's true. We're, and you know, I'm sure it's also a societal thing that you just, you, you, we are taught not to take time for ourselves. Yeah. Totally. Like if I'm home, like buddy's going to go stay with some family overnight and I'm like, okay, what am I? I feel like in, and granted there are a couple like side projects I'm excited to try and focus on, but I, I rarely ever just sit and don't do anything. I am usually like, okay, I'm going to take advantage of this time to clean my house, to do, to do right. laundry, to do all these things where, when I don't have that, that time. Well, in full disclosure, yeah. I, I, those are like my Saturday mornings where I really, I, right. I don't have kids that I have to be up with early in the morning other than my cats who are like sneezing in my face to wake me up and putting their paws and claws in my face because they're hungry. But other than that, like I don't have those Saturday morning responsibilities where I have to be somewhere. And that's, I built that intentionally because I know how tired I am after the week. And so I like to, to give myself some of that time, unless like coming up, we're hoping to go away or spend a weekend somewhere, maybe do some skiing. I don't even know. Um, I like to travel. So those things aside, if I know I don't have anything that I'm like, "Mm, I'm just going to sit and like hang and watch some documentaries on Netflix yeah, or whatever show is entertaining now. Yeah. Um, There was a point to that. Oh, but I had a conversation with one of my colleagues lately because I have to do lunch duty as part of my duty and (laughs) duty, duty, duty. (laughs) yeah, my duty, duty. (laughs) And Oh, I had duty, duty at home with the fur. That is so funny. Anyway, (laughs) so I was talking with a colleague and she needed me, she needed her lunch covered um, because she had a meeting or something that she couldn't um, do her lunch duty. So, so she asked if I could cover her lunch duty and I was like, yes, of course. And she's like, and then I'll do yours. And I was like, no, 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 like I, I can do mine, so I don't need to swap today necessarily, but I know that there's going to be a day at some point where I'm going to get caught up talking with a parent or a student or something where I'm not going to be able to do my duty. But it was really hard for me just to say, yeah, well, just swappy swaps. and Because then I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I'll just go sit in my office and like work, Anna. You would work. You, you have a gajillion things to do all the time. But I was like, no, if I don't have like a specific reason why I need you to take over my duty for me today. That's really interesting yeah. to think about. I, I need to, I, right? Conditioning. Well, Zero and, to seven. and more recently in some of the coaching I've been doing, not me coaching, but getting coached. And it was talk, um, I was talking with this woman, one of the coaches about, um, masculine versus feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Now, not not gender correct um but energy and so how like masculine energy is more of that controlled mm-hmm. and um defined and 
um, I forget some of the other descriptors on that one, but the feminine energy is more like the fun, the spontaneous, the Mm -hmm. creative. And she was talking to me about that where I'm like, well, I have that. I just, and everyone has both. It just depends on the balance. Right. But as you're talking and you're like, well, wait a second. No, this is, this is what I've got to do. And, and part of the feminine energy is also receiving, being able to receive help. Or when people say, Hey, can I, can I do something for you? It's not, it's not a judgment on your capability. It's just an offer and to, and to take it. So I'd be really curious if you were just, even just like ask someone to take your lunch without the need to swap. Does that make you uncomfortable? Yeah, you are challenging me right now. You are so challenging. And I, right, I know my colleagues would do it. They'd be like, you got it, whatever yeah. you need. Um, because we, I mean, and it's not what always if, give what, and take. And, it, and yeah. it's not always, you know, I mean, we talk about this all the time where if I buy something, then they're like, I'll Venmo you. And I'm like, no, no, because I know there's going to be a time when you buy something and it just, it's a wash, right? Like sometimes in yeah. friend groups, you yeah. do that. We're like, I'll get it this time. I'll get it this time, whatever. And so that's so interesting. And I really feel... You just said something about, um, like, I, I don't want anyone to poke a hole in my capability, mm-hmm. right? And for whatever reason, it's ingrained, like, no, no, if, if I'm not there, I don't want to give anyone any reason to think that I don't have the ability or capability to, to do this job. That's really interesting. Because I think that just ties in, and Anna and I go down rabbit holes with self-worth and stuff. But, like, when you're fully in your worth, you're not as worried about people no. being concerned about your capability, and so it's interesting that like you shouldn't have to have a reason, you know, you're capable and just mm-hmm. say, Hey, can you take my lunch? Like just today I've decided I don't feel like doing lunch duty. Can you take my lunch duty today? And then go do something else, whether it's work related or not. Like you sit in your office and do something, you go for a walk, do something where it's completely different. I can see you're like a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I am and because I'm thinking just recent, just this last week, as I said, school has been really hard. It has been really hard. And so um, yeah. there was one day where I was like, ah, just, you could probably see like the, the <laughs> whatever this, in like, my eyes. Look yeah. The, the last few weeks and, are just and been really one hard. And the assistant principals came in and he's like, how are you doing? And I'm like, I am here. I am present. And he's like, why don't you just take five minutes to yourself? And, and I was like, I don't even know what that means. Right. I, was, I was like, I will take the five minutes between 2.55 and 3 o'clock, which is hilarious <laughs> because our contract day ends at 2.55 and I'm usually walking to my car during that time. So that's, I was like, that's when I'll take five minutes. And he's like, don't make, right? He's like, don't make me take, don't make me make you take the five minutes. And I was like, I just, I can't even think about that right now. I think that's a cool, so one of the podcasts you and I were listening to um, with Glennon Doyle on it mm-hmm. and, and I forget who her guest was, but it was phenomenal. We'll have to, we'll link that below. And so, um, one of the things that they were talking about is anytime you're trying to make a shift and I've read this in habit books and it really interests me is that 1%, like you, if there's a change that you want to make, we can get so overwhelmed with the end result of that goal of, of whatever that change is. So if I'm like, I want to get back to running five to seven miles and Mm -hmm. then I get overwhelmed with that idea, I'm like, Mm -hmm. when am I going to fit that in? Right. But the whole premise is that you start with that 1%. And so I wonder if that 1% for you could just be like two minutes or five minutes where you just, like, if someone asked you to do something and, and what would happen if you just said no? Yeah. And that's a skill I Without know. Without having a reason why. Right. Or feeling the guilt or shame. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I say that saying that to myself too, because there are times where I'm like, mm, technically I could go see, go do that because I don't have anything 
Well, and that's something, I don't know if it's character or personality or the way I'm built or what, the way I've been conditioned. I don't know. But sometimes I'll even think about that on a Saturday morning. If someone invites me to go do something Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm like on the fence, I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. But also I, I was planning on taking the day for myself. But I don't really have a good reason to stay home and I don't want to miss out. There's like this mm-hmm. FOMO thing that also starts happening. It's like, I know that's going to be fun. And what if I don't have another opportunity to do that thing or hang out with that person? And so I kind of guilt my own self into like putting <laughs> my plans for the day to the side so that I can go and do she this thing. She did that for me today, by the way. <laughs> Is today totally. Saturday? Yeah. I needed to go to the store too. There's, well, no, it was no. self-serving. <laughs> I'm like, get out of bed. We got to go run errands. Yeah, we have <laughs> errands to run. <laughs> no, I get that. And you're right, though, because we also qualify what a good reason is. The good reason could be you just feel like staying in bed and binge watching and resting and, and eating, you know, doing whatever. But but we have been taught in whatever way. I don't think it's just and how we've been raised. But I think in general, doing that is not considered a good reason. I used to go yeah. through this exact same thing. And then I started to tell myself, I'm just going to say that I have plans. And technically, I don't have plans other than I have a date with myself. But that is a plan. And that, well, but right? I had, but it was like I had to trick my brain yes. into that because, right? Who, like that just wasn't acceptable because if I wasn't busy all the time, then I should, I never really built in time just for myself. So now like learning self-care and building in that time and being able to say no is, it's hard, but it, you know, it's a process. I totally remember being in my twenties. Well, I hope you remember being in your twenties too, but yeah, I remember, no, I'm, I remember those. about being in my twenties. Um, I had a therapist, I was seeing someone, um, was going through some life stuff and stuff going on with my marriage at that time. And so, um, I had a therapist and I'd go weekly to this therapist. And I remember one time telling her that Thursday nights were always really hard for me by come Thursday night. I was so exhausted, Mm -hmm. but, but I had friends who like would plan things on Thursday nights and I felt obligated to go. Yeah. And probably during the, like this one therapy session, I feel like for the first time she's like, why do you have to say yes? And I'm like, cause I don't have a good reason to say no. And she's like, I'm giving you permission to mm-hmm. say no. Yeah. And I don't know why we feel like we need permission from somebody else to do stuff for ourselves. Well, we're people pleasers. But for, <laughs> here, here. But <laughs> for whatever reason, like that opened my eyes to, okay, my therapist has just given me permission to actually say no. That I know on Thursday yeah. nights, I don't have to go out. I can stay home and take care of myself. And it just like opened my eyes to this whole new perspective. And then I, I think I did some personal growth from there and realized, no, I don't need other people's permission to take care of myself. It's actually my duty and my responsibility to do that and put my own oxygen mask on first. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Amen. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Exclamation point. (laughs) That's right. Um, I have a question for you totally going to a different topic. Oh, are we switching boxes? Do you check your mail on a regular basis? No. You don't? No. No. I'm not alone. Uh, well, I forget half the time. We don't have a mailbox attached to our house, so I forget half the time. And I've decided in winter, I really hibernate. I don't like, well, you know, like Anna said, it, it warms up and so we'll go for walks in the neighborhood. But half the time I forget where the mail key is. 
I'm sure my mailman just hates shoving things. And it's never fun mail. It's always those mailers and coupons. Exactly. And I don't, not nothing against coupons, but. Coupons. Or coupons, coupons. but I don't use them um, very often. And so, yes, no. Short answer, no, I don't. Yeah. And yeah, I. How's that going for you? I feel like the only <laughs> time Anna actually checks her mail is when I remind her to, like once a month. Well. <laughs> I think about my mail person also, and I'm like, I wonder how stuffy my mailbox is getting because I, I also leave, like a Starbucks gift card in mine sometimes. Yeah, for, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, for having to put up with my mailbox because <laughs> I also have like a communal set of boxes. I'm in a townhome community, and I have a communal set of mailboxes, and I drive right by it on my way to my home. Yeah, yours is easier to drive by because I go the other way. Yeah, yeah, and so. Probably once every two to three weeks, I'll stop yeah. and it's actually what, well, check and, the mail. And I'll just say, it's it's usually when you're looking for a package and don't remember if it's been delivered. Okay, so this <laughs> is why I'm bringing this up today. Because I ordered a book about four, three or four weeks ago. Mm. And I was checking on some other things that I had ordered. And I realized that I don't have this book in my possession. My sister was like, yes, you do. You were telling me about it. And I'm like, I don't remember it coming into my home, but I'm going to check when we're done running errands um, that I did get it delivered. Cause then I looked and it said it had been delivered, but it's not in my possession. So when I did get home from running errands, I looked and I'm like, nope, I certainly don't have this mm. book. And so then I did the thing that I have done a couple of occasions before and I'm like, it didn't get delivered because most of my packages get delivered to my door. I would She's right, like on the phone with customer service walking to her mailbox most of these times. That has happened a couple <laughs> of times where I'm like, this thing from Outrage Amazon was supposed to be delivered. Where is my stuff? And ninety nine point eight percent of my packages arrive on my front door no matter how big or small. I don't understand how they choose which ones go in my mailbox and which ones get delivered to my front Probably door. Probably size. No. No, I've had teeny tiny packages on my mm, front stoop. Maybe it's just the driver. So I don't, I don't even know. And how does the driver have access to my mailbox? So I think Amazon decides what things go through the USPS and which ones get on the Prime. I don't know. The Prime van that drives around the neighborhoods mm. and drops things off. Yeah. So maybe it does have something to do with what's in the warehouse, like super close locally that they could just drop off and the van guy delivers it. But if it's something coming from somewhere else in the mail, then it gets, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. My neighbor and I um, briefly saw each other and we're talking about how um, we get each other's Amazon packages sometimes where I'm like, I don't recall. And I'm like, Oh, yep. Yep. Got to check the news. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm I'm glad I checked the mail today because there were some things I'll need for taxes and I haven't done those yet, but I need to work on the taxes. Add it to the list. And then wouldn't you know it, my book was in there. (laughs) So I'm really excited to to read it. It's a money book. It's called... Happy little pocket full of money. Yeah. It it's came, not really about money, but it's a happy pocket. It came full of money. recommended. It's um, fantastic. Because I'll we'll also link that below. We can do that. I'm doing this course and I'm really excited about it. And mm-hmm. this book came recommended. And um, so I'm really excited to read it along. The other one to read with it is the Wallace Waddles one. I think it's Waddles. Yes. Wa- Wa- <laughs> Waddles Waddles. No, his name is Wallace yeah. Waddles. It's a super tiny book called The Science of Getting Rich. And that was, I think it was 1910 that he wrote that. Yes, and it's very entertaining. And again, it's not it's not about financial wealth. No. Yeah. I mean, that's an aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
could be an end goal perhaps for some people. I don't know. But anyway, um, I have a stack of books and now I'm adding this book that just came in the mail to it. Yeah. So I'm excited to read that in addition to the other things. Well, I'm glad you found I'm it. I'm also working through. In your mailbox. I am too. That and I'm glad. Delivered. How long ago did they say it was delivered? <laughs> what is today? Yeah. Um, two weeks ago, guys. <laughs> it was delivered two <laughs> weeks ago and I just finally got around to checking my mailbox, mm-hmm. which I think what happened is I checked the weekend before I the Monday like was delivered. This is going to keep happening though and you're going to be like, oh, my package didn't come until you just start checking your mail regularly. Perhaps. I mean, that could be a solution, Alexandra, and a wise one. That's what I'm here for. Solutions. 1%. Point back to the reason I don't check my mail so often is because often so much of it is just junk and not very fun mail. Can you say often? Do I say it often? I don't know. Oftenly, I say often, I suppose. Oftenly. Ooh, I like that. Is that a word? No. Oh. But I probably made it up because mm. I like to make longer words, remember? You do like to make longer mm-hmm. words. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about my week. Yeah. It was an oh, interesting week. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk oh, about you. Oh, did you have something else? No. I want to talk about you. Oh. Well, I don't really want to talk about me. I mean, as Anna said, it's been... Schools are kind of hard right now where we work. Um, just... I call it the COVID stress. There's just this layer of stress. People are grumpy. It's really hard. I, I almost want to tell people, like, just stay in your lane a little bit. I'm going to try and stay in mine and you stay in yours because why add more work to You're it? Here. I don't know. It's exhausting. I'm, I'm yeah, super easy to get burnout. Um, but uh, I had an interesting thing happen to me this week. Do tell. Uh, well, I like to follow that old, I don't know if it's old, but the old advice of before a snowstorm is coming, Make sure you have gas in your car. Yes, I was thinking about that today. Um, and it kind of cracks me up because I do this even if I know I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but yes. the idea is just that if you get stranded, you have enough gas you in your car. You need to have gas and a blanket and some water. That's true. Um, which luckily, Buddy usually has a blanket in the car and then I mm-hmm. usually have water. Um, but I went to a gas station by one of my schools the other day. And I went to grab the pump and get my car started. And oh. I pulled my hand back. And there was food smeared. What? All over my hand. Stop it. It was disgusting. From the nozzle? From the, the handle what? of the nozzle. Yeah. So I like got in my car and doused myself with hand sanitizer. Of course. But then I had to go touch the handle again. Like I didn't have tissues in my car to grab the handle with the, it was like muffin or I don't know. It was disgusting. That's gross. And, but then to like have to put it back and then I had to go hand sanitize Were you again. like imagining what the person was who used no, that thing before no, you? No, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go there. Um, so that was, that was kind of an interesting, disgusting thing. And then I'm like, well, do I say something to, I don't, I don't really know with gas stations. Cause usually people who are working there, it's like, they can be helpful, but not the most helpful. Be like, Oh, there's some stuff on the pump. Cause I what are they going to do? Right. I, I don't see them coming out and like cleaning. Those pumps are just, dis- let me get that mm, for you. I can't go down that rabbit hole either about the amount of germs on gas pumps. Um, but yeah, so then after that I was driving to see a friend for lunch and I got trapped. Oh, it's talk about being annoyed. I know I was contributing to the layer of tension that's going on. Um, I don't like getting trapped behind slow cars or erratic drivers. And I was driving on a, on a road where I was trapped because there was a truck next to me. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those, like, either go in front of me or go behind me. Don't don't hang out next to me. Mm-hmm. And then I was stuck behind this little Honda. And they were swerving 
all over the place, straddling <laughs> lanes. And I see someone in the passenger seat with arms flailing. And I'm like, what is happening? And I'm like, I just want to get to my desk. And it's probably like three miles long on this road. And I'm watching them and it looks like someone is changing in the passenger mm-hmm. side. But then it kind of looked like maybe they were smoking, like nothing against smoking. But I'm like, whatever you're doing is highly distracting you because <laughs> you are trying, like almost sideswiping people. And then, of course, I was hoping that they w- we would split at a light or something mm-hmm. where they would go and then it would buy me some time. No, never. We caught all the same lights together. Oh, boy. And then finally, when I was able to get around them, they almost sideswiped me. So I got trapped again where I couldn't. It was just... Uh, a little a stressful. Mess. A little mm-hmm. stressful. Uh, yeah, it was Granny. Oh boy. Yeah, it was Granny with big old sunglasses that Aww. took up like three quarters of her face. My great grandma used to wear. Where she was like, you know, three inches away from the steering wheel, and um, totally like pushed forward, and it looked like maybe her granddaughter was in the car, and I was like, Granny, is it time to hang up the keys? <laughs> be time to take the license. Be, like, what is happening? Um, so yeah, so I was like, ugh, I don't really like driving and yeah. I don't really drive that far. I have two schools that are a little farther, but, um, it's scary out on the roads these days. I mean, just I weird. just watched like I, it's all always happens in clusters. I watched this woman, um, who was like flipping out over a turn, like tried to go around cars in a turn lane. It was insane. And then we all got stuck at, um, a light and I was like, well, that really worked for you. Didn't it? Cause <laughs> you didn't get very far. Um, but then she was like shaking her hands at everyone around her. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? See, people are angry. What is happening? Oh yeah. What is going on with the universe? I don't know. I'm weird energy. You, it's all sure. bubbling and eventually it's going to pop. pop. I think so. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, why? Like more snow, please. So I can just Yeah. So home. we just stay home. Although I do appreciate that um, Buddy's daycare, she's she's usually pretty fu- flexible. She won't stay open for a snow day, but with those two-hour delays, she'll stay open. That's nice. Yeah. How do we fix it? Like this weird energy. Like at school, I have kids who never fight, getting into fights and just acting weird. And I, it's just, I can't, like I said, I can't no put idea. my finger on it. So like what are some steps to... I just stay in my address lane, it or fix it. Try or not to take it personally. Try not to get sideswiped. I told Anna <laughs> I had a meeting this. I don't get <laughs> I had a meeting this week where um, the ind- uh, there was someone in the meeting, and she literally my I have a coordinator. I don't really have a direct boss. I mean, the head of special education is my boss, mm-hmm. but I'm not even sure he knows who I am. <laughs> um, I mean, I do get evaluated and stuff. So there are people who are above me who keep tabs. So my coordinator came into the meeting to try and clear up any confusion. And this other person in the meeting, like, talked, essentially was talking about us in front of us, but would not make eye contact with us. She wouldn't answer. She wouldn't acknowledge us. She wouldn't answer any questions. It was so awkward. And we'd walked in, and I felt the energy shift. I was like, oof man it's heavy in here yeah and then sat down and she she like literally was just like if it's if it's okay by you I think I'd rather just talk to so-and-so and And like I was just super shocked by it and so was everyone in the room we were all kind of stunned by it but yeah there's and I I was like just stay in your lane and don't take it personally because people are just grumpy and and for these kids it's hard for with kids where you're like man I just want to help fix stuff Mm -hmm. for you but. No, but I think that's a good point to not try not take 
things personally, um, which is hard for the more sensitive people or more empathic people. Which is totally me. I watched an an interaction. It wasn't an incident. It was an interaction happened the other day at school. Um, And yeah, you know that people are just feeling it. They're going through their own stuff. And then, right, things that would happen in a different year like this this wouldn't have risen to the same level that it did or get as escalated um in a in a different year so it's just interesting to see where us as humans are and the impact whatever is having on on us i don't read headlines i'm like i'm not gonna read headlines yeah i can't even shows right now some of like i it's either benign or funny like it's it's just got to be neutral or funny i can't even do more serious ones right now so you try and stay in like the positive and not toxic positivity no, it's not like we're trying not to toxic positivity it's that just that great. one of the things i was reading the other day actually in the science of getting rich where he he talks about the idea that when you like you bring right you bring about what you think about which mm-hmm. is like an old saying and i never understood it until now i understand it way more but it his whole premise is if you're looking at headlines you're going to be thinking about these headlines mm-hmm. and it's going to drive your mood down. Mm-hmm. If you're, um, like he was talking about religion. If you're hearing all about sin and not being a sinner, that's what you're going to bring about. You're going to mm-hmm. think about sinning. And then that starts a whole spiral. Cause then you go into guilt and shame. Well, if that's the point. And then where his idea is like for right now, as you're tapping into your own creativity and elevating yourself into your designed purpose, you know, when you're, Around things that are funny, you're going to laugh more, which is true. I have found that in the last week, I've laughed more than I have in months. I am pretty funny. (laughs) You are. (laughs) I'm funny looking. She's funny. (laughs) We 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 laugh when we're together. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But, uh, and it makes sense. Like you tend, when you're around people who are charismatic, you tend to be more charismatic. And so... It's not that I'm trying to ignore, and that's one of the things that I really like what he says, is you're not trying to ignore that these things are happening. It's that right. by spreading, by my, me spreading my joy, then hopefully I can help someone pull out of their own pity, their own um, lack, and be able to reach their potential. And it doesn't, like, it, not, not, like, not reading headlines doesn't mean I'm ignoring the fact that there's some crazy stuff going on right. in the world right now. It's just trying to stay solid in that higher, like, frequent. Well, you and I talk about not using frequency. frequency. But, you know. Vibration. Oh <laughs> energy, gosh. people. Maybe energy. The higher energy so that it, it spreads to other people Heck to raise yeah. their energy. And I think that's overall. I mean, there that's are studies just science, that have been people. done. Exactly. There have been studies that have, that have been done around that that indicate that when you have people who are at a higher energy coming together that it raises the energy of the whole. I like that. And we have, we implemented in my school morale pals. So I there love were that you do that. Teachers who it. signed up for this, um, like, Hey, things are really hard and let's pair up. And we mm-hmm. filled out these questionnaires about what One some of, of our favorite things are. And I, I love it. I love that they do that. Yeah. I've been a terrible morale pal to my person so far, but um, very nice I'm working today. on it. Well, I'm working <laughs> on it this weekend. <laughs> I had some errands to run this weekend. I'm shopping to do so. I'll be able to sprinkle some sugar on my morale pal coming up. Pour which some is sugar. Very exciting. <laughs> I'm going to pour some sugar. I do. I say sprinkle sugar a lot. Just That's a little funny. sweeten it up a little bit. Hey, I have a question because yeah. um, I know we have to wrap yeah, up gotta, here soon. Yeah. Um, but I have a question for you. Uh-oh. Have you noticed since being maskless more, right? Because um, our, our schools have lifted the mask mandate where we are. Um, 
and I have noticed that I like I'm forever chapped. Like Colorado is really dry. We are in a very dry mm-hmm. climate, and I feel like I cannot chapstick up my lips enough since being maskless. And I was thinking about this because when you're talking in your mask and it's just like moisture in there all the time, which is not amazing, which br- brought on mask me. It yeah. is. It is with mask. the mask me. Um, I I have not noticed that because I still wear a mask. So in schools, I'm still wearing a mask. In general, on the days that you're not, do you find like, I know you drink a lot of water though too. <laughs> I feel. Do Do you need me for this conversation? Right, you're doing I've just really been thinking well. Through. Oh, I was like, I mean, I I thought you were gonna say that now you can wear lip gloss because I can't tell you how many times I put lip gloss on and then put my mask and I'm like, well, it was for me, for <laughs> sure. For else, um, I just I've just been dry. Like Buddy and I cannot. I have like special lotion for him. We both have humidifiers. Mm-hmm. My eyes get like suctioned together. Mm-hmm. So when I wake up, sometimes I have to prime open. The other day, one opened just fine. The other one didn't oh it was it was really it was Crusties. really sexy let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> like I'm one hot piece of ace right now so I just I feel like we walk around like raisin I'm big yeah. raisin he's little raisin and yeah. like we just can't and there are times actually and I can't tell I I put a lot of salt on my food because I have low blood pressure um but yeah sometimes my lips get super chapped and I just it's but I will also admit, and this is probably good that I'm single right now. Thanks, you guys. Um, that I end up not only putting chapstick just on my lips, but I do a whole all big fat All the way ring. around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Up to the no- Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the way around. Yeah. Try and yeah, well, keep all back. that moist. Moistness. Mm-hmm. Also mm-hmm. called moisture. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So noticing. Um, yeah. I bet now, but that's a good point because I bet now chapstick companies are probably going to go I through bet. the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and floss Invest. too, because people now have to check their teeth so much more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I never breath really mints and those gum. Yeah, oh my really, god, that was always the same for me. Although mm-hmm. I will say this: be cautioned, y'all, because I use some of the Altoid, the blue Altoid. They kind of look like the Viagra pills, but they're mints. oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think they're peppermint. Worst decision ever, and I've made this mistake probably three or four times now. Where you put a mint in your mouth and then put a mask on, and oh. all it is is peppermint that yes. it burns yes. your eyeballs. Your eyeballs, yeah, that happened to me with. Like, and then I just look birds. like I have something going on with my eyes because I have weeping. to blink all the time. I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, that happens to me with like the Burt's Bees um, chapstick sometimes when I put oh, it on, and then my mask, yeah. and then the fumes just go up to my eyeballs, and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> "You're welcome." Speaking of, yeah. Um, I don't know why that's speaking of, but because oh, let's hear it. Let's hear the <laughs> joke of the day. The joke of the day. STW. Yeah. What do you call it when a snowman throws a tantrum? I don't know. <laughs> a meltdown. Oh my god! That one was pretty. I yeah. Yeah. I should have walked right into that one and didn't. That's because I'm manifesting some big snowstorm in a snow day or yeah. two. Yeah. I don't want, I was telling coworkers yesterday, I don't want to be greedy. So I don't want to ask for two. I'll take two snow days. I'll take it. <laughs> but I, if talk we can to get the at least parents, one. See if they can help with buddies so I can. Heck yeah. I keep telling Anna to talk about taking days that I want to take two days to work in these side projects I have because it's like five minutes here, five mm-hmm. minutes there. And oh man. Anywho. You guys have been awesome. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Hope you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Love ya. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. 
and we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Kids, I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we we the perfect perfect podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on, on the Dean Blundell, Blundell Network. Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because, because democracy, democracy is, is something, something you do. do.